This is Wednesday, July 21st. For 16 years, Sandy and I lived right outside New York City in a small New Jersey town. That part of the state had been changed a hundred years before by a large influx of immigrants from Europe, mostly from Italy. Now, before that mass migration, the community had been established by immigrants from Northern Europe, mostly Dutch Reformed Christians. Old historic churches dotted the countryside as a reminder that these people had settled there in the late 1600s and the early 1700s. They, at the time, were more than 75% of the population. That is, until about 1900, when the area started to shift and it became 75% Italian Roman Catholic. So imagine how difficult the transition had been in those small towns. Now, I share this because in this country, people are always on the move. Miami is the scene of successive waves of migration from the Caribbean and Central America and South America. As regimes rise and fall in those places, people flock to Miami for survival and for a future. Today, Miami is one of the most diverse cities in the country, but diversity always comes with a price. Leadership is always changing hands. There seem to be unending struggle for power and place, opportunity and success. So what is the way forward? Here's our text today from the book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 11 to 16. I'm sorry, verse 13 to 16. Every native Israelite shall do these things in this way, an offering of food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And if a stranger is sojourning with you, or anyone is living permanently among you, and he wishes to offer a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord, he shall do as you do. For the assembly there shall be one statute for you and for the foreigner who sojourns with you, a statute forever throughout your generations. You and the sojourner shall be alike before the Lord." One law and one rule shall be for you and for the stranger who sojourns with you. Now we may assume as we read the story of Israel that the people that left Egyptian slavery was a monolithic group unified by their faith and nationality. But no, from the start, other people enslaved there in Egypt saw the exodus as their opportunity for freedom. They attached themselves to the Jewish people, and they began to share in the journey. Now, this presented Israel with an immense problem. How can you maintain your distinctiveness as a people if other people live among you? So, among the Jewish people, we see a strong tension emerge. The tension between what you might call exclusion and embrace. Now, exclusion for them meant that they kept away from others, and they kept others away from them. The Lord told them to separate themselves from the surrounding nation, not to adopt their practices, not to allow their children to intermarry with them. But at the same time, God often told the people to embrace strangers and sojourners that were among them. So you can see the source of this tension. 
Now notice in our text for today that the faith was never meant to be exclusive. Indeed, the plan God had for his people was that their faith would spread to the whole world. Through Abraham, all nations would be blessed. So in that sense, the faith was not an exclusive faith at all. It was always open to outsiders. Indeed, the Lord told his people to love the alien and the stranger among them. Because one time, they were strangers in Egypt. They know what it's like to be on the outside looking in, feeling left out. So our text tells us that aliens and strangers were welcome to present their offerings before the Lord. The same law that governed Israel that God gave would also govern them. They could approach the Lord and worship him too. Now here's what happened over time to Israel. They forgot their calling. The book of Jonah tells how God sent one of Israel's prophets to nearby Nineveh with a message of repentance for the people. Jonah and the Jewish people, they had no love for the people of Nineveh. He had no desire to deliver the Lord's message. Indeed, when God finally got Jonah to the city, he preached likely the worst sermon ever given. But nonetheless, the people repented and turned to the Lord. And Jonah was furious with the Lord over this. You see, increasingly, Israel excluded the outsider. They forgot God's command to embrace. And it is true that such attention is difficult. It is difficult to sustain. It's difficult to get this right. So when Jesus came, he restored the balance, revealing God's love for the broken, the outcast, and the stranger. This is one reason why Jesus was opposed for, by the religious establishment. Now let's turn our thoughts back to Miami. We too feel this tension of exclusion and, and embrace. We feel overwhelmed by the amount of change that is coming. It seems our natural response is more like Israel's, to close ourselves off, to exclude rather than embrace. And I think this is why we will always feel this tension. But there's one final insight about this text. Strangers were being invited to come to the Lord for worship and to make offerings you see, the idea was that the outsiders would come to worship and serve the Lord too. And so this is the ultimate vision we carry in our hearts. The time when all the earth praises and knows the Lord, when all the peoples praise him. Let's pray. Lord God, we find deep in our hearts this desire to protect ourselves and our way of life. Yet life is always changing here in Miami. Give to us this vision of your kingdom coming fully on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for the beautiful diversity of our city. Help us to know how to welcome newcomers to Miami. And at the same time, guard our faith in the community we love so much. We look to you to show us your way of grace and truth, love and faithfulness. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.